Welcome. Another episode of Dr. James Beckett Sports Card Insights. I'm here with David Poole. We're going to talk a little about the good old days and the good new days. I've got sponsors to thank first. Beckett Media. I'm actually recording this episode at Beckett Media. I'm over here for the afternoon to visit with old friends and David being one of those. We're going to do an episode. But also ComC out in Seattle area. Burbank Sports Cards, Burbank, California. Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Aurora, Colorado. Heritage Auctions down south of here in Dallas proper. Huggins and Scott in auctions in Maryland. And then Panini, reasonably close by here, Tops and Upper Deck. So those are the sponsors. I thank them. They make this possible. But I've been having a good time talking to people that I like, people that are interesting, people that have things to say, and uh, and also sometimes have questions of me. So, David, welcome to the show. Hey, nice Tell to us be a here. little bit about your origin story. All right. Well, I guess it started in, in March of 1999. I got to interview with Dan Hitt. One and of I remember walking, yeah, yeah, he's absolutely one of the best. Yeah. And I remember walking away from the interview going, well, I didn't get that job. I didn't get the job. Uh, you know, and, and he just, he was very stoic and he gave no emotions. <laughs> it was a perfect interview. That's how I would do an interview. Yeah. And, you know, my family was like, so I had to go. You know, they knew I was super geeked out about it, you yeah. know, this opportunity. And I was like, well, if I had to guess, I don't think it would happen. And, you know, but then they called me back. Jane Ann Leighton called me back. And she, right. I, I remember I was working in an office. She job. was our HR. She was. And yeah. she, she's one of the best as well. She's great. She just um, retired. Oh, did she? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. Man. Well, so. Time flies. Yeah, <laughs> it just does. I mean, it just hits you like that, like a ton of bricks. But um, so then, yeah, she called and I was just like, well, let's go. Let's get this thing started. And so that was in March of 99. And, you know, that's kind of where I started with Beckett. And I started off in the slab room and sitting yeah. there for almost a year. And then I moved over to labels. And then I'd always had that interest in grading. That's what yeah, I wanted to do yeah. from the beginning. And, you know, they just noticed my eye for detail in the yep, slab room. Yep, they yep. immediately were like, let's let's just, just transfer over. And cool. so, yeah, I've been doing that. And now, now I'm actually a greater trainer. So I get to do that. Do you have somebody to train? I mean, gosh, it yeah. just seems like there's such a the backlog. Uh, you've well, got a bunch in process because it seems like the need is great. Yeah, we have four guys that are in training right now. So, cool, cool. Yeah. Two of them are we're hoping that within the first quarter of 2020 that we get them up to the senior grader level. And we've got two that just started and they've been here for about three months. So, you know, can you explain a little bit? I mean, we, we, we can unpack this further, but just enough for people to see that mm -hmm. there are a number of checks and balances oh, yeah. and review processes, you know, processes and procedures to safeguard. There, yeah. there could be a, a rare mistake, mm -hmm. but based on the volume of cards that are being done, it's, you know, you, you want to be perfect, but, mm -hmm. but you might miss something, but it's not going to be because an untrained person <laughs> took a very valuable right. card and, and, exactly. and slapped a 10 on it. So, so these trainers, uh, the, 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 the training aspect, mm -hmm. Uh, one of the beautiful things about grading is that is that you the the test for whether you can be a grader here mm -hmm. is whether you can grade whether you whether you have some concept sure. of of, yeah. of that but you still can't throw them into the fire immediately mm -mm. no yeah gosh it would be so how grueling pretty, is that well man let's see you know for me it, it took every bit of a year for me to get to a place where you know like the grades were on par with everything and then after that it's just you have to have tenure to some you know to, to some degree so that you're seeing stuff that especially nowadays like it's not every day that you're going to see a 1984 tops John Elway you know right. and, and Dan Marino and so there's things that you know, over time that, you know, when so, such a long time has, uh, has passed by, you know, these 20 years went like that. Right. But these guys that are coming in, a lot of them, you know, the, the younger guys, you know, like it just, you know, just the other day, one of the guys that's been here for four years, you know, is like, hey, I haven't seen this yet. And wow. it's just like, you know, and even for me, there are still things on the vintage aspect that when they come in, like even I haven't seen it. But, you know, so it is a grueling uh, well, thing. Well, are you, are you uh, shooting a picture of it in, in mm -hmm. uh or are you walking it to the uh, to uh, yeah, other side I, of the room? I mean, how, yeah, yeah, that's how, what how physical do. is it as opposed to digital yeah, in terms of having this working together to make sure that we're uh, sure uh, like so backstopping each other? Right, we're all in the same area, so that's a good thing. Is our walk isn't very long, 
Yeah. But if we do, you know, that's the beauty of, of us all being in the same room. And then once a week, you know, I'll put together a meeting where I'll have okay. certain cards that we'll talk about. And if I don't have those certain cards in front of me, I'll find the best images gotcha. I can online and we'll talk about them. We'll go that, go that route and we'll discuss, hey, what should we do on centering? Have y'all seen this? This is something that's new. Um, it, just one the other day, we had one where it looked like part of the card design. Um, and so we didn't know whether to hit it or ignore it. And so after, gosh. Because it was new or because yeah, it was a brand, it was brand new card. Okay. It was a brand new card. It was a P, uh, P. Alonzo. And, okay. uh, and so, you know, and then I found, I finally found one image that didn't have it. And I was like, ah, there it is. And so I kind of cataloged that into, um, a, an oddball and rarity category. And then we Should have, keep we have like a, a digital database yeah. for it. Yeah. And so stuff like that. So we can reference it, you know, since we're always traveling on the road. And then we, when we travel, everything's uploaded to the same drive. We can all access it. It's like it. the autograph guys have their exemplars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so we have counterfeit stuff. We have things that we rarely see. We have, um, yeah. trim samples and things like that. So, I mean, it's gotten to where we're actually, you know, logging a lot of that stuff. It is, it is time consuming. By the end of the day, I mean, like the guys that we're dealing with have gotten so good at what they do. Yeah. You know, we're, it's, we're, we have to stay ahead of the curve, obviously, and that's well, tough. So. Yeah. Well, that's part of the, I mean, I, I think you guys are doing a great job and it's difficult because people, there's gotten to be more and more money in it to where people mm, oh my gosh. It, try to do things. It, On the other hand, uh, uh, so you have, what is the experience of these people that come and, and get in your training program that, 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 that qualify even to get in the door? I mean, were they really good at grading their own cards? Were they submitting? <laughs> some of them, Because yeah, a lot of, exactly. some of the guys we hired right. were submitters. Right. And so people don't realize that if somebody, it's not that it's not a science, there's some art to it, but a lot of science. Mm -hmm. But somebody that can grade their own cards can actually submit and get a very high degree of really, really good sure. grades. Yeah, absolutely. There's no manipulation. They just pre-screen. Right, exactly. I mean, and then, consequently, if they left here, they have that skill plus sure. experience of knowing what people are looking for. Yeah, and that's it's it's trying to find people that um, that you know because especially in, in, where the industry is right now, there's a lot yeah. of money being made, and so it's trying to find people that are willing to leave that side of it to do this side of it. You know, uh, because those are people who do have the most experience, and then it's like. It, then they have to turn that, yeah. that, that the very thing that made them passionate about the hobby they almost have to turn it off as far as yeah. you know what they get graded because you know now you, you're in a position where you can only get stuff graded yeah. and you have to hang on it, to it it's it, just it damages the card if you drew on it yes. <laughs> that, that is exactly but, but, uh, right, but. Are, so are you as part of this training are you still grading mm -hmm. yeah uh, so yeah. Are, you're just grading alongside those right so yeah like I'll grade I mean, they're all guys probably are there any women you know what no we almost had okay. um, a lady and then she, she still works here, actually. She works on the BAS side, and she had, uh, had interest in it. We were okay. excited because, uh, cool. you know, yeah. anytime there's a, there's a first for right. something, it's like, hey, this is going to be, this is going to be Well, you need, you need, you need good people. It's just good people. It doesn't matter, yeah. right? Yeah. And so, but she ended up going toward uh, the BAS side of things, and I'll still tease her. Like, yeah. hey, when are you going to come over? Come over need, the dark need, side. I don't know about that. So, it's going to be the light side. Oh, uh, gosh, you know, I say that all the time. But they got, they got their hands full too. Oh, my gosh. So much stuff. I mean, yeah. I mean, there, there are things every day. But, you know, just take, for instance, the, the Chrome cards that we have. I mean, you know, these autographs, a lot of times we'll streak on them. Of course, everybody's yeah. going for a 10 autograph. And, you know, when it's on these super slick services, these people can wipe this stuff down well, completely untraceable yeah. and then re, and then rewrite these autographs. And so, you know, that's what we're up against. But luckily we have BAS and we can show them and say, you know, these right. guys are great at what they do and then help us on that aspect of it. Right. How do you, uh, well, I mean, we're trying to get into your origin, but also mm -hmm. you've been here a long time now or here, here, mm -hmm. back at uh, publications now, back at media, but how have you avoided burnout if you've been doing some similar things for a long time? I just had this conversation with my 12-year-old my boy who was playing football. He loves sports with all yeah. his heart. And yeah. he's, been, he's been dying for more playing time. And I said, I said, uh, and he said, he was bummed out in yesterday's game. He, said, he didn't get a lot of playing time. And I said, if you love it, I said, nothing will keep you from doing it. Yeah. Uh, and that's me. It really is. Like, I love doing what I do. And I just, I've just never had a problem with getting burned out. Like, it's like anything else where, you know, if I do it for, you know, 20 days straight without, yeah. you know, a break, yeah. then yeah, I, I will have a time where I just need some, a break. But you're a little bit of a people person too. Mm -hmm. So it seems for like sure. basically the esprit de corps 
<laughs> here is important to you. Sure. And uh, I don't know if there's an image that, that each of these graders is sitting in a windowless office with, uh, and, and, and the, the, you know, cards are slid under the door and you can't come out until I mean, it's the end of the day. So, so if it's yeah. a bunch of, of uh, again, guys working together with, with, a, with a shared struggle mm -hmm. and a, and a yeah. desire to, to uh, you know, do great work. Sure. Uh, that, you know, with that, an avalanche of cards coming at <laughs> you every day. It just never stops, yeah. yeah. Right. And, and I just, it's one of those deals where I, I, I sincerely enjoy what I do for a living and I think about it all the time. And yeah. I just, you know, I just am blessed to be able to work in an industry where the very thing that brought me joy as a child still brings me joy as an adult. And that's, now I make a living with that's it. Wonderful. That's oh, wonderful. That's wonderful. Um, do you do eye tests for your graders? Well, well, I guess the eye test would be when we Can show them a, yeah. a card. And we, we give them the sample test that we have yeah. put together, and then obviously they we'll can. be able to tell real quick if they can yeah. see or not. Um, but over time, you know, if we see a but trend, if you got bad eyes, you get, get tired eyes. I'm sure. Yeah. No. I, I, sure. And like, if we see a trend in somebody's, um, you know, work, then we, you know, we will address that and say, yeah. "Hey, do you think maybe this is something that you need to get checked out?" Yeah. And then you know, and that's always there's always a conversation. On that end of it, excuse me, but um, yeah, it, you know, it's obviously sight is very important. Yeah. But I, I say sight's important, but I'm sure the customers on the other side are like, no, sight's not okay. It's okay if you don't, if you can't see. I'd rather you not be able to see the flaws <laughs> in my car. <laughs> uh, not so sure about that. Okay, but, so you've avoided burnout, but then you, you've had this journey here mm -hmm. that's yeah. that's been interesting to you. Yeah. What about Roberto? Oh man, how does he maintain? Because he's <laughs> he's amazing. Yeah, you know what's funny about has he been the. He, Principal slabber? Yeah, yeah. And now he's doing that. He's on the CBCS side, yeah. and, he's, and he's in the midst of redesigning their slab okay. on there and making it. Uh, well, he's a very talented guy. And he takes that, right. and, he, and see, that's the same thing. You can see that he, that's what he enjoys. He loves being able right. to create this right. thing that he has been part of since the beginning. And uh, you know, the other day he just came out and he said, "Hey, man, how long have we been doing this?" And I said, "A long time, <laughs> man. A long yeah. time. You know, twenty years." And, and you know, and I just, just I like seeing those. I just saw a video somebody posted to the Beck alumni page. And they, it was a Christmas video from 91 back at, I wasn't yeah, here yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they were going through and they got to the, uh, the shipping department yeah. and you see John Paul yeah, with yeah. A, the perfect mullet and then Roberto behind him with a jean jacket and perfect yeah, mullet yeah. and they were both pointing to the camera. I was like, wow, those dudes have been here for a while. Yeah, a long time, I know. For really sure. Done different things and, and, uh, well, you know, throughout the years, it, it was really gratifying to me to see people contribute to different roles. Because mm -hmm. I yeah. really, uh, you know, like I said, to avoid burnout, it's nice to be cross-trained, yeah. doing kind of different things. But then when you gravitate toward the thing mm -hmm. that you really like, when I yeah. meet with young people and they don't know what career they should get, I say, you find something where even what other people consider yeah. drudgery, you're you enjoy doing it. Yeah. You don't just tolerate it. You think this is a necessary part of it, and I'm looking forward to doing this. Then you know you've made a good career choice. Absolutely. You know. Um, a word that I learned when I was 21, you know, still fresh here at Beckett was ubiquitous. And it was from the great Mark Harwell, you know, yeah. uh, you know, God rest his soul. Uh, he was, you a, bet. A, but, um, he, he had told me that he was, he called me that he said, man, I'm going to say, yeah, he said, Poulet, I'm going to start calling you the ubiquitous Poulet. And I, I, and Mark as a 21 had the, he, he had the word of the day. He did. Always. He had a word of the day sent to him yeah. and he used it the and whole. I immediately, I, like we didn't have phones that could have the internet right, right in our right, hand, right. but there was, I was like, ubiquitous. What does that mean? I was, wondering, I was like, I hope that it means something good because I looked up to Mark and I was like, you Mark looked was everywhere, like, yeah. everywhere to find out what ubiquitous yeah, yeah, was. Yeah, exactly. And so then I found out, and it was because he says, man, every time I walk in yeah. here, you're you're doing something different. Well, and that's kind of how my he journey was great at well. complimenting. He was. He Which was is very an awesome very, skill and not it, something it is, I mean, to be uh, for understood. sure. Uh, you got any questions for me? Because you know, we're we're recording here, we're almost out of time. I don't want to be out of time and then ask you if you got a question. But anything yeah. comes when, up? Yeah, when you when you started when you started Beckett. Like, and, you know, obviously you had the, the, the thing that you came up with was the thing that solved so many arguments as for me as a child when we were trading and, and those things. But did you ever see it becoming what it is today into where obviously you probably didn't see the grading thing of it at, at that point. But like when you started it, did you have this vision that it would be something that it is today? That it'd be ubiquitous? <laughs> it would be ubiquitous. Exactly. There well, you go. I don't know about that. I, I just, uh, 
I enjoyed what I was doing. I could see there was a problem. And, uh, you know, when I got started, I don't, it, it was, it was, uh, I always said I was like a, it was a big fish in a little pond mm-hmm. and then the pond got a little bit bigger. Yeah. And so, and, and some of the things we, our team did made the pond bigger because it made it safe to fish in that pond. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, and, but it, there, there, there were, uh, there were, there were simpler days, but, uh, it just, it, it was a, a task, uh, an opportunity that, that I saw and I thought I, I could do this. Mm-hmm. And I was a young, uh, optimistic, idealistic uh, college professor yeah. who had enough education to mm-hmm. see that could be done, and had enough time to say, "I'm going to, I'm going to jump in with both feet." And then, and uh, so it was, it was very gratifying, very blessed to be the right place, at the right time, and it obviously really took off as I added outstanding teammates yeah. such as you and well, Mark you. and others that we've uh, talked about. So it's, it's uh, the fact that it got as big as it got. Uh, there were too many other factors involved there, but, sure. uh, but uh, the, the the economy, the just yeah, just the the nice thing about this hobby and in, in, in the grading captures this is that there's it's a hobby of nostalgia as well as a hobby of what's going on right now. Right. So you get Absolutely. older and younger, and it's a hobby that uh, fathers can enjoy with their sons oh gosh, or yeah. you know brothers mm-hmm. or or uh, different different age groups. So it's been uh, very gratifying to see grading take off. I think mm-hmm. Mark and some of the other yeah. guys were pushing me more toward grading. I probably was. Uh, a little more conservative mm-hmm. in the sense that uh, even though in the early days of the company, uh, people would, I'd be interviewed, you know, back in the 80s mm-hmm. and even in the 70s, I was considered a grading authority. You know, I had really good eyes, mm-hmm. but it was just whether something was VG or X or sure. near mint, and that's easy to tell. But when you start chopping it up into 1 to 10, it's a whole other thing. <laughs> and so categories. slabbing and all that stuff, and once PSA took off, and then some of the guys here said, look, we're already grading. Mm-hmm. We're just yeah. not slabbing anything, but we can't do our price guides without, and Grant was there, yeah. and Dan yeah. being mainstays there, just saying, you know, we, 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 when, when somebody reports a sale of a card, you, you, if you don't know what the condition is, then you, you, you could be way off. And right. so we're already doing it, mm-hmm. and we already have a, a pretty extensive conflict of interest policies that will safeguard mm-hmm. that people will know that we're not uh, any more than we could already have been doing, uh, so, which we weren't doing. So it, it worked out uh, it, it worked out well. It did. Very blessed. Can I share a story with you real quick? About okay. Just, just, to, just to end this right here. So, okay, so you you met JJ. Yeah. Okay, so when we grew up together. and uh, Did he invite you or did you invite no, him? No, yeah, it was the opposite way. I invited him. J- I was after about a year. Yeah, JJ Ardondo, yeah. Um, and uh, and after I was about a year here, he was in a okay. place where he was looking. So he well, came over. He's a great find as well. Oh, gosh, wow. yeah, man. I mean, and, and see, I already knew that. Right, because okay. we just we knew each other growing okay. up, and so, um, and, and people still would be like, oh, "Yeah, what? Y'all still work together?" That's crazy. <laughs> so, uh, and you know that relationship has just always been there. But so one of the times we there was this there was this little carnival like place that in, in this neighboring town that we grew up in. We loved to go there. Had big golf. Um, it was like um, golf on steroids. So they they use these vinyl blow up balls and then yeah. like these giant um, probably eight inch holes. We went there and they also had a go kart thing, right? Like so, so, thing. so we went there. It was a great concept. Like we always went there. And my, our our moms would drop all of our friends off and we just had a blast there. So. We're there, and JJ had this Frank Thomas Ultra RBI King from 1994. At the time, those inserts were super hot. Yeah, you know, it was, I think it was booked for like 80 bucks at the time, right? And he had it. He pulled it, and he knew I was a big Frank Thomas fan, right? And so we were there, and we were riding go-karts. We were just, just everybody was going. We are having a good time. JJ ran out of money, right? And he went, and we were still going to the go-karts, and he said, he said, man, will anybody let me have, you know, $5 so I can get another three rounds on the go-kart? And I looked at him, I said, I'll give you five dollars for that oh, that Frank Thomas. That, and, and you go, you know, the Beckett's where we went to. Yeah, he's like, yeah. he's like, you know, man, it books for eighty five. No, I said, no. I said, where's the Beckett? Where's it at right now? And he's like, I don't have it. You know what? I remember there being you know, the discussion about it, but it was always when we went back to the Beckett. So I said, all right. I said, Lynn, I guess you just don't want to ride go karts. And he goes, all right, I'll do it. 
And, I, and so I immediately gave him the $5. He got the Rego cards. I was, I was the last $5 that I had, but I had the Ultra RBI King, right? And it was, 80, it was booked for 80 bucks. I remember being like, this, this is the best, right? And, you're, and so then I won, right? That's, and so, but now he goes, no, I won. I won that because it's not worth $5 today. <laughs> so, but that was all, you know, that's it, all the Becky yeah. was the thing that saw the arguments back in the day. And I just want to thank a, you for yeah, a phenomenal yeah, product. Probably a metaphor for you and JJ and some of the other guys. It was there. great for us. The then, friendship but, but then now the we get to endured. share. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we always sat around and here we are. We have 20 years later, we are still working together at this company that brought us joy. And so for that, again, we thank well, you. Well, I thank you, David, for your part in the success and uh, look forward to further conversations. We're out of time Absolutely. now. But uh, thanks, David Poole. And thanks, uh, Beckett Media, for uh, carrying on. Uh, work that I started and uh, enjoyed for a long time. So we'll be back tomorrow with another episode. So thanks again, listeners. The man.